Hi, I'm Sarah from Interfilm, and in this podcast, we bring you a fascinating insight into the world of British producer Damien Jones. Damien's homegrown hits include The Iron Lady, for which Meryl Streep won the Oscar for her portrayal of Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Also, gritty urban dramas Adulthood and Kidulthood, The Danny Boyle directed Millions, The Lady in the Van, which starred Dame Maggie Smith, the absorbing costume drama Belle, and The History Boys, a film set in a grammar school in Sheffield, from which you'll hear a clip starring James Corden and Richard Griffiths. All these films are available on the Interfilm catalogue, along with teacher's notes and resources to use in the classroom. In this interview, Damien tells us what a producer does, and reveals that a chance viewing of a painting inspired him to develop the movie Belle. He goes on to explain the strategy for promoting the film, describes the background skills and passion needed for the long hours working in production, and gives his top tips for students who might be thinking about entering the industry. And here's a hint. Get your driving licence. Enjoy the podcast. So what I do is I find an idea, and that can be from reading a newspaper, from my own imagination, someone's story, a book, a conversation, but an idea that I think has legs to be a piece of entertainment that can be 100 minutes long, say, i.e. a film length. Um, and I take that idea and I, through my relationships or just knowledge or research, try and attach a writer to it, a screenwriter, and then together they normally come up with a far better idea. But, so I'm just giving the genesis of creatively of, of what the film will be. And then we build it and then we bring in a director, we start casting, we do a budget, I then go and raise the money and then we make the thing, it goes into post-production, I've attached a distributor who are the people who release the movies and then we go away and you guys see it and buy your ticket, you know, the ticket sales, you tell us if we've made a success of it or not. Bell, that was my wandering board of an afternoon on Hampstead Heath and seeing this painting which is of this black woman and this white woman. I knew for the period it was that it was quite a unique image because normally the black people in the paintings were the servants or the slaves and not sort of as equals and it appeared in that picture that those two women were. So just through, I started researching and reading about the history of it and it turned out to be this fascinating story about this woman had been adopted into the aristocracy. So I sort of started thinking, I, I sort of, my sell on it, if you like, and I always have to sell the idea, was a black Jane Austen. I knew Jane Austen, you know, is a popular um, brand, if you like, you know, a great novelist, but, you know, her movies are made in television and in films time and time again. But I sold what I thought would be an interesting sort of version of that, a new angle, using the basis of a true story. And again, the writer came in, the director came in and turned it, turned the work into something even better. Um, now not all producers are creative um, and, and it, you know there are caveats when I, I made those films um, Kid Outhood and Adulthood and vaguely involved in Brotherhood with Noel Clark and I just read Noel's script I was sent Kid Outhood and just thought it was fantastic and his voice his writing voice was so unique it was like I had been living in the States and had come back to the UK and you know was looking for something sort of interesting and, and youth orientated and I had been sent his script. I'd read other scripts about teenagers in the UK and they were just they didn't have the same sort of authenticity but it was his writing that made it so special. He had a vision, he didn't direct the first one obviously he starred in it but again we put the pieces together so it's basically taking 
the seed of an idea and building it, building it into a piece of entertainment that hopefully people want to go and see. There's no guarantees. It falls apart many times. The scripts are not good enough. You can take a wrong turn at any time. Budget's too high. You can't find the cast you need. Key to me to be a good producer is that you know you're going to get 99 no's, but it's the one yes. But time and time again, even now, and I've made a few now, I know that I'm going to get rejected, but it's just the one yes. Sometimes you have to go through the process of the 99 no's to find that one yes. Some films take 12 years um, or longer from the idea through to actually being in the cinemas. And the quickest I've done turned around a film was The History Boys, which was a, a hit play um, at the National Theatre that we made in, from the idea of turning it into a film, we, we basically finished it six months later um, and it was out at the end of that year. Well done, Posner. And now for some poetry of a more traditional sort. Oh, God! Uh, Tim, wh what is this? Sir, I don't always understand poetry. You don't always understand it? Tim's, I never understand it. But learn it now, know it now, and you will understand it whenever. I don't see how we can understand it. Most of the stuff poetry's about hasn't happened to us yet. But it will, Tim's, it will. And when it does, you'll have the antidote ready. Grief, happiness. The play was a hit. People knew about it. So I was selling people something they'd already knew was popular. I've, I've often worked in an area called, which people call brands, which is basically familiar topics or subjects that there's already a, an awareness in. So I've made a couple of films about, you know, which were successful TV shows that your parents may have known about, like Dad's Army, the film recently, and absolutely fabulous. And the same with like the Margaret Thatcher film, obviously she was a well-known figure. I'm doing something of Alexander McQueen, the fashion designer next. So there's an awareness about those that helps me sell my project. There's an inbuilt audience for them. So I have a film coming out this winter called Goodbye Christopher Robin about A.A. Milne who wrote Winnie the Pooh and his son Christopher. Christopher Robin, the character from the books, was based on. It's a fascinating father-son story as the boy hated the books. So these books that brought joy to all these people, indeed perhaps yourselves, the boy who was depicted in hated the whole phenomenon. So it's that story. So we are just building our campaign for that. It's a family movie. We've just done a teaser trailer that will start being in the cinemas, and then there'll be the main trailer. The campaign will probably take about four months, three months. We're going to release it in the winter. It's upscale, probably. That's how they'll picture it in terms of, sort of initially older audiences, despite being a family movie, if it plays well. So what they have to do, so in terms of a promotion of this film, of advertising it, that the commercials in, in, on the TV will be are much closer to the time. And they cost, you know, again, just jumping ahead, they cost a fortune. Probably every two-minute slot you'll see on television is about £50,000 to £100,000. And, and obviously, depending on which TV shows it's in between, everyone wants to be on a Graham Norton television show. Bizarrely, the one show, being on that, you are actors on that, their audience is huge for a certain sort of the rest of the country. So again, it's strategy, trying to place your actors and making it the film talking points your commercials, but they're all really close to release. The trailers start three or four months out. So, say, Belle, or 
because you don't know what Goodbye Christopher Robin is, with a br broad brushstroke of similar territory. There would be no point putting the trailer on Bell on a Star Wars. If you, if you went to see Star Wars and you saw the trailer for Bell, you'd be sort of like, what's going on? It would be a waste of my money and your time because the core audience for Star Wars is younger and you know, it's not the core audience for a film like Bell. So you have to, again, position your film, i.e. your trailer for your film, in front of the right films, because it will be that type of audience you're hoping will come and be the first audience to come and see your film. I mean, it's sort of obvious when you think about it, but again, it's all you know, the strategy. So I didn't produce first off, and, and that would have, you know that would have been nonsense anyway, because you have to learn how to produce. So I was on the crew side, just seeing how a, a film set operates. If you do want to pursue this career, one thing I would say, in whatever be it in front of the camera or behind is make sure you know how to drive. Everyone needs a driving license because you rarely shoot in a city. You're always on location somewhere and the hours are crazy from, you know, five, six in the morning to nine, ten at night. So you need that independence and people will not hire you unless you know how to drive. When I look at a CV, it's the academic qualifications that prove to me that you've stayed the course and you've, you know, we've all got, had to study hard in our lives and you know you've come through that but it's also like the interests and the extracurricular stuff that's what's interesting be it hobbies or clubs or short films or real world experience because obviously that shows me your initiative that you've gone out um, beyond the confines of the institution the school or the college or university I, I had a little band I managed my first sort of foray of trying to like create some entertainment obviously I'm a producer but if your your ambition is to direct or to write or to be a cinematographer or production designer in the art department. You know, you should be drawing, you should be writing. There's, even though no one's employing you, if that's your passion, then there's nothing stopping you, especially with the technology now that you aren't honing your craft, getting better. You know, like you would if you're a sports person, you would practice, you know, football, you'd practice your whatever it may be. You've got to love films or love entertainment, you know, if it's television you want to get into. Um, so you see a lot of films. You've got to work out your taste too. And I think that's, again, just by sort of immersion of reading a lot, watching a lot and basically determining what type of films you like, you know. Do you like to see those sort of period movies? Do you prefer, you know, the Star Wars? Do you prefer action, you know, the love stories, the romantic comedy? Whatever you may choose, you may like all of them, but if those are the ones you prefer, then focus on why do they work for you? What do you like about them? Just in the UK, um, what is my most successful? The film called Lady in the Van, which was about a homeless woman, a true story about a homeless woman who used to live in Camden in, in the driveway of a, a very brilliant writer called Alan Bennett. And it was a true story of their relationship. It just touched a nerve for people and did very well the end of last year.